Today, the church and God are asking us if we love and follow God by the Spirit or if we love and follow God by our human nature. Last Sunday, the very previous verses in the gospel were Jesus asking, who do you say that I am? And Peter saying, you are the Son of God. You are the Christ. You are God himself. And Jesus saying, blessed are you, Peter, son of John. It is not by flesh and bone that you came to this, but by the Spirit of God that has been revealed to you. And you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church. And then when Peter says, God forbid, Lord, that anything like this would happen, that you would suffer, that you wouldn't be a triumphant king, one who brings in a new reign of tranquility and peace for the people of Israel. In this translation, it says, get behind me, Satan, you are an obstacle. But really, that obstacle is you are a stumbling block. You are a stumbling stone. So there's that comparison between you are Peter, and because of the faith, the Spirit of God in you, I will build my church on you, Peter, but not as human, but as God-infused human. And here you're speaking as a normal fallen human who doesn't want suffering, like we all don't want suffering. We all try to avoid it at all costs. And the culture today sees it as the greatest evil. But Jesus here, among other places, tells us it's not the greatest evil, but it is an evil. And it's normal, normal to want to avoid suffering, but not when it comes to God. Not when it comes to loving God and not when it comes to following God. And how quickly we can be puffed up with our own importance when God gives us some consolation, some gift, some insight in prayer, some ability to say just the right thing to someone else in conversation, to have a great mass, to have a communion that feels great. And we think that we're on the right path and we think everything is going to be good. And then all of a sudden, very quickly, He brings us back down to earth and says, you're still following me. We're still on a journey here. You're not perfect yet. You're not in heaven. So don't act like you are, and please don't be arrogant. When we follow God, it is difficult, and it does require suffering. Jesus says, take up your cross daily and come and follow me. That's what is required for being one of his disciples. We know this because we hear it in Scripture, we read it in Scripture and hear it at Mass, but to live it is another thing all entirely. We can read it and say, yeah, I have to take up my cross, whatever they are, small crosses of little children, small crosses of elderly parents, small crosses of dealing with coworkers or bosses that are just pills, but that's not what Jesus is talking about. That's part of it, but that's not all of it. Crosses are the parts of our fallen human nature that we have to shed or bear or carry that are difficult and to overcome them, to endure them, to die to them so that we can purify them, or more accurately, that God can purify them through us. Jesus is teaching his disciples that he must die at the hands of the elders. He must assume death to be able to purify death. He does not save what he does not assume. That's an ancient phrase that was used in the early church by theologians. He took on our human nature so that he could purify it and raise it and justify it. He assumes death and dies for us so that he can justify it and make it perfect. And likewise, he asks us, do we have an issue with anger? Well, it is our duty 
to ask the Spirit for help to avoid anger, but when we do, we do get angry, to make it as short as possible and to offer up that suffering, unite it with Jesus on the cross, unite our suffering to his ultimate suffering so that we can purify ourselves. Do we have a problem with lust? Do we have a problem with sloth? Do we have a problem with judging others? Do we have a problem of wandering minds while we pray or while we're at mass? And looking at little kids? Hilarious. We're called to even purify that, purify everything. Do we think that it was difficult to be a Christian in public in the year 2000 and in the 90s? Oh, yeah, it was. Has it been more difficult in the years 2008 to 2016? My gosh, it got so much more difficult. Is it scary what the future might hold? Yep, sure is. And yet God doesn't ask us anything but to be witnesses to others. He asks us to follow in his footsteps. I have gone to the elders. I have gone to the people in my community, Jesus is saying, and they will abuse me and they will kill me. And this echoes what Jeremiah says in the first reading where he has taken the word of the Lord and preached it to the people of Judah and they hate him and they spit on him and they threaten his life and he doesn't want to do it anymore. Jesus says, Jeremiah did it, I'm doing it, the other prophets did it, you as my disciples, if you want to enter into the kingdom of heaven, you must do the same. It's a tall order, it's very difficult, it is only possible with the help of the Spirit. We have to ask ourselves in big ways and in small ways, how have I asked the Spirit to help me be a follower of Jesus? Can I even talk to my own family, my kids, my spouse, my parents, whomever, my brothers and sisters about the faith earnestly? Can I give witness to that? Not just give catechetical answers or not just give apologetic answers, but can I even live my faith around them? Or am I too embarrassed? That's a cross. If I find myself greedy and I don't want to give as much away as I could, as we see in examples like St. Francis of Assisi or many of the other royal saints, the kings and queens in our tradition who give away much or all of their wealth to the poor. Am I not able to do that? Am I not able to do that because I'm working on it? Or am I not able to do that because I haven't even been willing to ask the question of how dramatically am I willing to be a disciple of Christ? Can I follow God in his reckless love? Can I recklessly love him back? And however he's asking you, brothers and sisters, and me, to love him, can I give up husband and wife, father, mother, daughter, son? Can I take up my cross daily and be intentional about it? It's not easy. It's never been easy. But the path of Jesus, even in his life, was not easy. It led to one of the most brutal and horrific mortal endings ever. But on the other side of that is the resurrection and the ascension, the glory of the future, the glory of heaven, the glory of peace and justice, of tranquility, of harmony, of happiness, of mercy. There will be no pain, no death, no suffering in the next life. 
for those who follow God, who take up, his, take up your own cross and follow him.